Just a quick explanation before we get started on the show here today. Uh, I've only just received this file because Craig recorded it for us when he was up in Brisbane and we had some pretty horrible internet service. I was on the road at the time and uh, unfortunately sometimes in this recording the sound is not that fantastic and I've chopped off about the first 10 minutes I suppose of the show because you really just couldn't listen to it. You couldn't hear what Craig was saying, you couldn't hear what Yogi was saying, uh, you could only hear what I was saying. So I don't know how that happened but anyway that's what happens when you not in your studio. So the rest of the show, I think, is uh, pretty much there. It's worth listening to. It's certainly worth listening to uh, what Senator Steele has to say. And, of course, I get on my soapbox about a few things. And we have a little bit of fireworks at the end when the interstater joins us. So uh, have a listen and um, pass an hour or two. So we were there today to help support that, raise some funds, and um, yeah. Did you make it? Did you make a donation on our behalf? I hope. Oh, we've we've made some contributions to probably not this year, but next year. Right. Yeah. So I've spent some of your money, Michael. Have you? Good on you, buddy. Yeah. I've spent some of yours as well, so it's all good. Cool. And, and well, good because I had no trouble <laughs> doing it. So it's easy to do, eh? Drinks. She's mm -hmm. got the headphones on here. She's probably ready to have a bit of a chat tonight. In. Oh dear, oh dear. anything get out any opportunity. Oh yeah, don't get too political, because jeez, you'll go <laughs> off. Well, that's going to be a little bit hard because we've got a politician as a guest in about no. <laughs> in about ten minutes' time, fifteen minutes' time. Uh, well, oh. You get that of the big jobs, they say. You do. So, we're trying to record the show tonight. Michael, you're off and in, on the road. Well, well, I'm trucking tonight, mate. I'm actually swooping down 31 as we speak. So With two trailers yeah. on? With two trailers, two shiny Byford tankers on. And you've got some big boots on as well, have you, or not? I've got, I've got my 9A mockos on, but I'm not driving a 9A, which is a little bit of a worry. Yeah, no, I don't see you pretending uh, to be there tonight. I'm pretending. I, some new, I, I got some news today, mate. I'm not getting me 9A back. You're kidding me. No, I'm not kidding. I'm getting a big Western star instead. I'm getting a big brother for this one. Right. So, is it a big Western star or just a little girl? No, it's a big one. Right. It's a, it's a lot of truck. It's a fairly big horse. Ooh. Is it going to be too much for you or not? Possibly. Mm. I don't know. 
It does got it's got a it's got a cooler bar on it, mate. Well, if you got a cooler bar, that's all you need, eh? Got one of those. It's got a reverse cycle cooler bar on it, mate. I'm, I'm actually looking forward to it. Mm. Yeah. It's uh, it's got the uh, it's got the over-spec Desiree Fat Boy seat in it. I said to the boss, well, gee, do you really think that's necessary? He said, yeah, I do. Have a look at it. One, two months, four months and a half time, you might need the big seat. No, no, I'm, I'm going to have it next week, mate. No, but you might need the big seat. No, that's right, because he's, he's been sending me some be... pictures of his um, like special salads in the day. And I got a, oh, it, yeah. he had one today. It had lettuce in it. I did. Wow. I did. I also said it identified as a whopper or a double fries and a coke. Mm. It was yeah. a salad. But it didn't right. like all. It was just a burger without. It was. Actually, it was quite a healthy meal for you. It was. It was. Yeah. Well, I congratulate you, and I sent you a thumbs up this morning. To you good, did indeed. Good work. Good work. You see, you've seen the uh, seen the yogurt and the uh, fruit for breakfast. Have you I seen that? No, I know. <laughs> Rose would have packed that for you. She did. She mm. did indeed. Yeah. Rose is Rose is right behind it, mate. She she wants she would wants me to be uh, fit and healthy so she can put up with me for years to come. Mm. I I can not. Yeah. I can feel it. I can feel her texting now, so she's changed her mind. But anyway. <laughs> I've got to no. say, there must be some. Conflicted messages in all that, but <laughs> anyway, uh, I, I, I must ask that: Who pays the life insurance policies in your house? <laughs> <laughs> that's a tough. That's a tough question. I do know that I'm worth more dead than alive. I know that. Oh right, eh? Okay. So, so that's like most blokes. We I think probably, we're, we're, we probably yeah. should leave that alone then. <laughs> That's all right. Just in case. No, no, it's all good. I'm not worried, mate. Mm. So anyway, we've been to this wonderful function this afternoon, or today, from lunchtime. Yes. At 11.30 until just like now. Yeah. Raising money. (laughs) And it's unbelievable that, like, this charity has done what they have done without any government assistance. Because the government won't assist, it's it's terrible, isn't it? So what what, what do you mean oh. the government won't assist? Won't can't? What's the story? They well, they, they fund hospitals, don't they? Well, they didn't, haven't. I I don't know. I don't know the true story. But in this charity, the government haven't contributed any money whatsoever. So I you know I take me out of the people that went there today. Two hundred thousand dollars to to a, a charity that is helping. Um, Parents arrive at a hospital and help to tend to their sick children. Yeah. Um, well, so is it a charity? Is it a charity that sort of like funds accommodation for parents or something? Is it while their kids are at hospital? Is that's that exactly that's exactly what it is. They've bought houses in Brisbane close to the children's hospital. Right. Um, so if you happen to arrive in Brisbane with a, a sick child, um, they will help you out and. Like we've we've had a very personal experience with one of our own kids where we've had to be at um, at the hospital, the same hospital near where kids are getting treated with cancer. Um, luckily, in our in our situation, um, our son was not in great danger. But yeah, but I will say that the cost um, was great. 
and we were very lucky that we had the resource to cover anything associated with that, like putting him in hospital, accommodation that we needed at the time to be there. Um, and, And it was a very minor thing compared to what some of these families are going through. So I can fully understand how it would be for a family that if you ended up in Brisbane overnight because your child has been diagnosed with cancer and and your resources are fairly low, um, how we how you would be and and to end up in Brisbane with no accommodation, like where are you? And so so this um, this foundation, I I didn't know much about them till today, but they've raised a lot of money, and they've put money into real estate to put people in accommodation close to the hospitals. Yeah, it, it's an outstanding effort. So. You know, I'll put some details up here later on on what people can do to donate, and I encourage anyone to do it because, you know, it's it's a very worthy cause. Well, any, anything like that is uh, is worthwhile. I know that uh, from personal experience as well. You had sick kids or something like that, particularly if you're from out of town or out of the area. You know, you got to think of some of these places where we can't get the services out in the bush. They have to bring the kids hundreds of kilometres in. You can't exactly just go home, get changed and come back. You've got to you've got to be somewhere and, and we all feel as though we want to be with our kids when they're sick. It's honey natural, so you know hats off to them for doing it. Mm. You got you got people are spending like eight eight to twelve months away from home. Mm. Um with the, mm. not only their kids that are sick in hospital, but their the kids that, that their other children who who have got to live the same experience. Yeah. So, mm. you know. Yeah, it's a lot. So the the you know, and we all know what it's like living in a motel. You can only live in a motel for a week at a time, and then you kind of just get sick of the mm. same walls or stuff like that. So, so having a, a house or something where a kid can maybe go out in the backyard or sort of mm. go and sit in another lounge room and because we all know in an apartment or you know my accommodation that's only as big as your shoebox there's only one tv and one bed but <laughs> everyone else gets two two room accommodation mm. but that's and big, and what big it is so, yeah. big and big tvs in each room but don't, we all don't, understand don't, yeah. don't start me mate don't start well, me I'm, I'm trying i'm trying really hard i'm trying to fire you up for our yeah, but um <laughs> But you know, you, you get it. Like the, you, someone could go and sit in another room and hats off to them for uh, yeah doing that and making them making life as normal as it can. Because we, we we've been in that predicament. We've been um, been in Perth uh, through kids being sick, uh, and it is tough. Yeah, you sort of uh, yeah you, you, with young kids especially, it's um, yeah, it's, it's not ideal. So mm. making it normal is, is fantastic. Yeah, uh, that's good. Well, we'll, we'll to be more people. Like we'll, we'll we'll look into that a little bit more. I think, mate, do a bit more on that oh, project. Definitely do, and you know, if you got a few spare thousand dollars or a dollar or whatever you want, you know, chuck it in because it's for a good cause. You know. Anyway, <laughs> what else is going on there, Yogi? What have you been up to today? Oh, I did. Well, now, how'd you go on the weekend? Oh, I was completely off the grid on the mm-hmm. weekend. Uh, we saw the we, 
saw the of... photo with the shirt and the and the and the, uh, and the shorts and uh, Amanda your uh, decouture. We sort of thought, well, dear, oh dear, that looks like it's going to be big. And from what I heard, it was. Yeah, Amanda told me if you climb the rock, if you yeah. climb the rock, you yeah, got phone range. So I didn't have my rock climbing shoes on, so I never climbed the rock. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't have any phone rides all weekend, and it was fantastic. I mean, the 10 missed calls on Sunday afternoon to the mates was one of those things, but it's yeah. a little bit busy over here in the West. It's gone a little bit hot. A couple yeah. of warm days and a couple of warm northerlies, and we're drying our crops, which is going to go here very, very soon. But, yeah, good. Just a good uh, good social event, the Cool and Bush Races, run by wholly and solely volunteers. Yep. So everyone that's out there, the, the people that are cleaning the toilets, got the finger up bush races, and you know it's all volunteers out there doing their thing. And it's just, I guess everybody's got a bit of ownership out there, and then everyone has a good talk. It's just a, just a smart place to be, and uh, you, you take everything with you, and you don't leave anything out there. And um, yeah, it's all pretty good. So it was a bit of good, great weekend. Bit of good fun. Yeah, I, I mean we've seen the horses a couple of times go past the winning post. I didn't see my horse that I put money on at all. I think it's just coming out of the stalls now. Still running. Uh, still running, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I, I was I was walking. Now, do you understand the, the, a, a Calcutta, right? A, you bid on a horse. And yeah. I was walking past there, and a good mate of mine's the auctioneer, and I give him a bit of finger up. And anyway, I bought a horse for 400 bucks. Right. <laughs> so that horse, I don't know, we didn't see that horse. Uh, it didn't come through. Anyway, the syndicate lost 400 bucks out of that little one. <laughs> oh, dear, dear, dear. Uh, There was three or four of us in there, so it wasn't too bad. We all took a bit of a hit on that. Yeah. And then, uh, and um, a lot we didn't... And the people that got smart and bet number one and number one, horse number two and race number two, number three and number three and four and four, they actually won money. The rest but of us are really... sort of... The rest of us are sort of big horses. I don't think we won any money. Yeah, well, I suppose we should say at this point, uh, as a community service announcement, as they do on every ad in TV in New South Wales, yeah. you may well be about to lose. David, think about your betting. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, you win a bit, but you'll lose a lot more. And we were we were living proof of that. So you lost a lot more. <laughs> yeah, oh, we lost a lot more than we bet. So yeah, oh, we were living proof mate. of that. So yep. we and, and and the good thing out there, there was sort of cash only, so it wasn't too bad. So we took what we were prepared to lose. Mm-hmm. Think about all the beers you could have bought with four hundred bucks, mate. <clears throat> we did buy a lot of beers. All the yeah, beers. You probably yeah. won't buy yeah. a whole lot near for four hundred dollars, to be honest. Yeah, well, that's probably true too, I suppose. Well, where you've been drinking beers, probably not. But where we were drinking beers, yes. Yeah, we're yeah. having these lovely cocktails this afternoon. I'm not sure what was in them, but they were lovely. Oh, you put, put a bit of lemon with bush chook, it makes it exotic. Does it? Does it? So that's an exotic no. bush chook. <laughs> an exotic bush chook. So is this how we cook chicken now? We just put some lemon on it, and now it's an exotic dish. That's right. That's great. Oh, I, I made apricot chicken the other night, and it was beautiful. Yeah? Put an apricot with apricot, it. Oh, yeah. oh, apricots, you don't put fruit on chicken. No. Well, I did not yeah. cooked it into the chicken. <laughs> Oh, well, that's all the difference then, isn't it? <laughs> here, we here we go, here we go. Hey, hey, hey. It was, it's a lean, high-protein, lean, low-carb beef. Mm-hmm. What it was? 
Nanda was hungry and I was hungry, so we had chicken. And I thought, well, I might make apricot chicken. Then why not? And why, well, wouldn't, I why wouldn't you? I've had, chicken, no, I've had chicken for two tonight. Have you? Yeah, oh, yeah. there you go. Yeah. I had a lovely bit of lamb at lunchtime. Did you? And some pork. and so, yeah, It's been fabulous, yeah. Did you, did you ripe today off? Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been hungry all day today. Oh. Yeah. No, I'll tell oh. you what. Yeah, it hasn't been too bad. Yeah. I woke up with oh, my no. now normal black tea. Breaky. Black tea. Right. Black yeah. tea. Yeah. We right. went for a drive and Colette bought some stuff that to help dress herself for the evening. Right. And we went to a shop that we bought. I had bacon and eggs, which apparently on my diet's all right. And a yeah, all good for that. Tea, black tea again. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Um, so that was all good. And then we went over to the children's hospital mm-hmm. and we dropped off a box of Trucking Life magazines. Right. Oh, perfect. Yeah. And then we yeah. went to our... Oh, we came home and then we went to our luncheon, which I've tried to eat very well all day, but sadly we've had a few beers and other things and a few other alcoholic drinks that may have hampered my my um diet Monitor. for the day. Might have swung the carb count, you reckon? Just Probably swung the carb count it, out. Pushed it a little bit, but anyway, we'll get back on track tomorrow. So you can't stick to this every day. You've got to have a bit of fun in your life. So we've done that. Yeah. Yep. Well, there you go. So how's your anyway, diet going, Michael? My diet's going perfectly fine, thank you very much. I've dropped a couple of kilos. Yeah, have you really? I have, yeah. Lost oh, a couple. Well done to you. I haven't actually I haven't actually done the registration form yet, but I I did I did take a photo of the scales, uh, you know, before we started. Mm. Uh, and there's a, a profile pic of me in the mirror, which is quite scary. Um, but yeah, no, we've, we've I've actually uh, I've actually uh, dropped a couple of kilos, so that's all right. Yeah. Good. Mm. But um, we, we we've got to go and get Buddy Senator Sterling for a moment. But before we do that, mm-hmm. I'd just like to say that we were going to have uh, Jenny Aitchison on the show with us this evening. She did say that she was going to come on. Mm-hmm. We, we did try to have her last week, but she was unfortunately unwell. Mm. She gave she gave me a note from Yogi's mum, so that's all right. Oh well, got no. a note from Yogi's mum. It's all good. So, uh, but the short story is this evening. It's a sitting week in the in the uh, Parliament in New South Wales this week, mm-hmm. and uh, she is the member for Maitland as well as being the minister for regional roads and transport. And she has some uh, business arising in the house this very evening, which pertains to her electorate. Mm-hmm. And she felt that she really should represent her constituents. Right. So I can't com- I can't complain about that. Right. And she said that she's more than happy to uh, arrange a, a pre-recorded interview for us at some stage during the week, so we can have it on the podcast. So right. we'll we'll try and fit that in. Um, so apologies if you're if you've tuned in tonight expecting to hear Minister Aitchison on uh, on the uh, press release about the electric trucks and, and all that sort of thing from last week we were talking about, unfortunately, she's not with us. Mm. Well, we might go to a tune and we'll get Glenn on the phone. Yep. And um, we'll be back um, 
fairly shortly, I suppose. Right. Right. Everyone be good out there. Uh, I woke up this morning smelling like lemons, salt on the back of my hands. Mouth was so dry, I couldn't even spit. My eyes felt like they were full of sand. I called Troy Jenkins to see if he survived. My head pounding like a stone. He started reeling off things I did last night And I cried out over the phone I did what? I smooched too Oh, tell me the boss wasn't there And I caused quite a scene When I stripped off my jeans And did a slide in my underwear I did what? I mooned who? All this time I guess I crossed the line But what can I say? I must have had a real good time. Troy laughed and said, Some guy named Red's been looking for you all night. And oh, by the way, this girl said to say, Just come back. Then he went down the list of things I'd done I listened in misery I was thinking real hard about leaving town And changing my identity I did what? I smooched too Oh, tell me the boss wasn't there That I caused quite a scene When I stripped off my jeans and did a slide in my underwear did what? I mooned who? All this time I guess I crossed the line Let me hell to pay Why can't I say I must have had a real good time Why can't I say I had a bad day I guess I just lost my mind It's all just a blur One thing's for sure I must have had a real good time Right, eh? Has that fixed yeah. it? Yep. Yeah. You go, mate? No, it's only when I speak. Oh, we're back live, mate. How are you? Oh, yeah, good. Sorry. Good, Craig. We've got, we got Glenada, Senator Glenn Stuhl <laughs> on tonight. Sorry, mate. We've been at a charity lunch and had a few little drinks. <laughs> well, half your life. Yeah. How, how unprofessional is that? Hey. How unprofessional. I said half your life, I haven't yet. It's only up past four, are you? We're not after professionalism. We're after authenticity. <laughs> That's right. So, okay with authenticity. Yeah. So, anyway, sorry, mate. We're, 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 we're actually alive and we've come to the end of a song and we've, yeah, been thrust into a bit of a tonight's show. But anyway, how you going, mate? Look, I can't complain, Craig. Uh, you know, every day you wake up is a good start, mate. Yeah. And you're back yeah. in the West, obviously, because it's only 4.30. Back. 
Yes, mate, I'm back in the West. Well, I'm here in Perth tomorrow. I'm up to Broome. Then I'm back Friday, Arbo, then over to Canberra on Sunday, mate. Jeez. And I think we've got a bit of a meeting there too in a fortnight or so, don't we? Uh, We've got it on, I think it's next Friday, isn't Mm -hmm. it? Friday would. Don't want to talk to these two character about it because they've got bets on about it all, eh? Hello. Oh, listen to them. They'll bark now. Yeah, I'll say, and uh, well, welcome. I'm in, I'm in the west here, too, mate. Glorious day in Japan. Glorious afternoon. Can you, can, uh, can you hear Yogi or not? No, nah. no, nah. you sure? You there, Glenn? You there, Glenn? Yes, mate. I, I can't hear anyone. I don't know. Oh, really? Okay, I'll drop off. Oh, can you hear him now then? Uh, no. No, no, you're there. Hello, Senator. All right. Good day, Yogi. I just picked up. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He's a bit echoey. He's going to be able to work, but I'll, I'll drop oh. off and uh, I'll listen in to you, lad. Mm. Yeah. I've got a lot of feedback. I've got a lot of feedback. Oh, sorry about that. We're just in a, in a studio that's uh, mobile, so sometimes we have little control over what the Telstra thing does. So Yogi seems to have dropped off. Are you still there, Mike? Yeah, I'm still here. All oh, right, and you're still there, Glenn. I am. How you going, Mike? I'm all right, mate. How are you? Good, good. Can't really hear you as well. Where are you? Oh, we're here. Yeah. <laughs> we'll try. We'll try and put some more volume back. So you can't hear us very well, mate. That's no, no, muffled. Very muffled. Oh, right. Might be your thing, not ours. But anyway, we'll see if we. Why, can... why, why don't we? Uh... I can't function. I've got too much bloody feedback. Have you? Yeah, I can't. That's because you're on the road somewhere. That's got nothing to do with it. Oh, hadn't it? No. You sure? Positive. Oh, right, eh? So what do you want to do? Why don't you uh, just ring me back so that makes a difference? We might do that. So we'll hang up on you, Mike. Gives me great pleasure, but anyway, we'll, I'll bring you back. Oh, he's hung up anyway. He hung up on me, Glenn. How about that? Oh, the joy, the joys of mobile service in Australia. Do you reckon they experience this in other countries? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. You do? I think they do You've mate. been there? You've mm-hmm. seen it? Mm. Yeah. It's really yeah, hard. Not as bad as us. Yeah. You try to do this sometimes and you just think, why is it so hard? Well, mate, you know, I'm going to let you know, just like in the West here, I'll come in the North, finally we've got some good connection. But, oh, mate, it was crap for years. Yeah, so we've got Mike back in here, but it's a terrible connection again. Oh, I don't yeah. know. No, yeah. it hasn't changed. Yeah, so it hasn't changed. He's just the same. I've got the same problem. Have you? Yeah. Yep, shock and feedback. Oh, uh, oh I could hear you all right, Glenn, anyway. <laughs> well, that's the main thing, mate. Oh, as long as you're near Mike, that's that's the important thing. Oh, now, come on. Don't be like that. So anyway, Glenn, we got you on tonight to talk about where this um, closing the loopholes legislation's at. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what news have you got for us? Well, I know they were meeting down in Tasmania today. And I got a rundown, mate. I wasn't, I wasn't able to go there. But uh, Senator Jackie Landy 
is completely off the planet. She is <laughs> being captured by the Australian Industry Group, who pertain through evidence that they represent a huge chunk of the road transport industry. Well, I challenge them because I have never, ever, ever had a conversation with the Australian Industry Group. All I know of the Australian Industry Group, mate, is that they represent the users or the clients of road transport who love to screw the shit out of us. Mm. Uh, and she is captured by them, and they're running the line that it's the RSR2 and it's setting minimum rates, and we all know we're not setting minimum rates. They have completely lied in their whole evidence about and making up crap um, but they've captured the good senator from Tasmania who's um, drank the Kool-Aid with them and she's said today uh, that she's worried about all the owner-drivers. Well, I think I've spoken to a lot more owner-drivers than Senator Lambie has mm. and uh, you guys yourself. Um, I can certainly say this with my hand on the heart. I have not been inundated with negativity around um, lifting standards in our industry from owner-drivers for a number of years. Mm. So I don't know who Senator Jackie Lambie pertains to get her information with the AIG from, but it's very alarming. Mm. I, I've listened to a, f uh, a fair bit of the, uh, the transcript and also I, I listened live the other day to the, the, um, what was going on in Sydney and it... it it bewilders me now to understand how anybody listening can not support what the legislation is trying to do. Um, we have people that say, oh, it's terrible what's happening to our owner-drivers, um, yet they won't support what a bill might be there to help them. Yes. I don't, I don't comprehend it. So, you know, I I see an industry that's very, very united at the moment in trying to get change. Yep. Yet, sadly, the people that we've elected to our parliament are not listening. Well, not wrong. And, I, uh, I've never seen so many different industry groups all on the same side of the argument. And uh, I was talking to Matt Munro on the uh, phone the other day, and he said to me that the ATA want to be on the right side of history. Yep. And we've got everyone else saying the same thing. And when you can get all these disparate groups agreeing with each other, it's surely to goodness people that are making the laws should be taking notice of that. Mm. I mean, it's not as if we don't know the answers. There's been enough inquiries. There's been enough uh, fact-finding missions. There's been enough research done all the way back to Quinlan for us to know what the problems are. We know what the problems are. Now there's finally a piece of legislation in the parliament to fix the problems, and peanuts like Lambie are trying to bloody derail it. And I'm a Tasmanian... And I think I might give Jackie a ring and well, let her know how far off the mark she is. Yeah, well, I reckon you probably should, Mike. But, you know, I, I 
I've, as I said, I've listened to the conversations within those Senate hearings, mm. and I don't understand it. Like you, people want to help their local carriers, mm. um, so help. What, what's your take on that, Glenn? Uh, and I've been saying, I've been saying this loud and clear, uh, and now as what we've seen in the last three months, every single industry association is on board and singing from the same hymn sheet. Mm. It was a well-known fact that the livestockies had reservations because uh, they were, you know, fearful that it might be the RSRT coming back. That's been put to bed. The ATA yeah. was vehemently opposed until the last oh, three or four months to see that we were, had no intentions of setting rate. How the hell can you have every industry representative group and every significant player in the road transport industry coming together and pleading with their politicians to say, we cannot keep going the way it is going, and then to be insulted when the senators take the side of the transport users to shove it back up us like because we're all bullshitting them or we're not telling the truth. Mm. And, and I'm yeah. trying to temper my language <laughs> because... Um, no, you're doing a great uh, job. You were swearing there earlier today when I was talking to you. <laughs> I, that's because I haven't had a beer yet too, mate. Uh, let me say, <laughs> I mean, you could not insult the industry any more than how they are doing it now. And to pull this bullshit stunt about um, um, uh, it's the RSRT coming back. We and and I, I saw I saw oh, I have to say this Tanya Constable from the Chamber of Minerals and Energy or, or, or sorry Minerals Council in Australia was in my office. She wanted to see me some six seven weeks ago, and I said come in. And I sat her down and I said how well have you googled me? And she said, oh, yes, um, yeah, we know you, uh, you're, you work for the CWU. Then I sat her and said to her, I said, we've got to get something straight. I said, I have um, great support for all industries that create employment. I said, but your industry, your members have treated my industry like shit from day one. You talk up a crap fight about how safe you are all this bulldust where you've created an industry and imposed it upon us, where we're not allowed to get up on the back of our loads and we'll be in a, 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 a lay-down area in the middle of nowhere, but as long as we've got a helmet on and we've done our induction, all of a sudden we're safe. I said, your members, and I'm, para, I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but I said, um, your members have done everything they can to screw us. You don't give a stuff how much sleep or how much debt that truck driver has been in or is in or is missing in sleep and rest. You don't give a damn how long he's worked before he even got there, let alone how much you could screw him down. So Tanya Constable and I departed company understanding very fully of my position with her industry. And at the same token, I saw a crap... Um, Australian article where she was in there two weeks ago saying that the Minerals Council of Australia are so worried about owner drivers that this legislation goes through. 
I don't give a damn if it doesn't go through. You know, they don't care about us if it doesn't go through. And all that says loudly to every trucking operator in this nation. Since when have the mining industry been mates of ours? It's unbelievable when someone can sit on the outside saying they're concerned about how it affects owner drivers if it goes through, yet there's so many owner drivers sitting at the table wanting it to go through. That's right. So, who, so you know, who's um, who's taking the money out of this? And in all this, all this sort of stuff, you know, they always say, follow the money. And who, who's yep. going to make the more money out of it? And I can tell you now, this legislation can only do good. Um, well, <clears throat> there are two principal differences that I can see from the RSRT. Now, I am well on the record that I opposed the orders of the RSRT back in the day. Didn't have so much of a problem with the tribunal itself, just the stupid orders. And the Liberal Party on the, of the day made a meal of the fact that there was some things that were horribly wrong. There was misinformation, disinformation, outright lies. Michaelia Cash stood there and bald face led a little bit of a, a disingenuous campaign. Malcolm mm -hmm. bloody helped her. The ghost who walks bloody helped her. Now, I'm, I'm a liberal. For God's sake, I'm a liberal. But really? when I can really? get on the right... Uh, are you right, are you, Glenn? <laughs> no, he's just, he's just bracing himself. He's... <laughs> Putting on, no, his, no, putting on his special suit on to, to just um, bear the the um, the liberal attacker. The fact of the matter is that at least at least Glenn Stirl, and I'll say it to his face because I've said it. I'll say it to his face in public because I've said it to his face in private. At least he's got the common sense and the brains to make sure. The setting rates wasn't part of the bloody new bill. Mm. Too right. But that's where we're at. <laughs> but that's where we're at. And, it, and the, the support for that is overwhelming. Yeah. So, I said before the election that the Labor Party had the right platform for transport. Not so sure about some of the other platforms the Labor Party have got. I'm not going to go that far. But <laughs> having said that, as far as transport goes... The bloody Liberals and Conservatives are not going to do anything for trucking. Mm -hmm. So we need uh, to take advantage of the unity that we now have and do what we can to make this work. Mm -hmm. And that means getting on the phone. It means ringing up these cross-bench senators, cross-bench senators. It means sending them emails. It means talking to them and impressing upon them that it is our wish that something happens here. Mm. A safe, sustainable, bloody reliable transport industry with decent remuneration and proper protections for owner drivers and small business. How can that possibly be wrong? Sure. Do well, I get off my soapbox now? Am I done? I don't know even how you are in a soapbox since you're driving a Western Star. I'm on a Western I'm driving a Western Star at the moment. Don't yeah. tell anyone. I've got to so, I'm trying I'm trying to Trying to adjust. No, so you just sit back, Michael. I will. I'll sit back yeah. in, in my usually fat boy seat. <laughs> well, 
the seat's appropriate, isn't it? It is. Oh, I don't mean to say that. You've lost weight, though, this week, haven't you? Three kilos, yeah, mate. Congratulations. Thank yeah. you. Lucky. Yeah. Lucky. You're right, are you, Glenn? Have, yeah. I, have I qualified for the TWU or the Liberal Labor Party now? Can I? No, but it's, mate, mate, but it's, it's more importantly, look, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you this. Yeah, but sure. But let me just say this. It's common sense. When industry comes cap in hand together and pleads for change and we're all saying the same thing, how the hell can senators... And look, look, my view of the Libs are just... Look, these clowns are just following their leadership and that's it, you know. But they all can't wait to get a photo standing by a truck. No, I don't. So how, how, how can any sane person absolutely just knee us in the gut and say, no way, because, you know, like the Farmers' Federation, what a bunch of two-faced hypocrites they are. <laughs> you know, you've heard me go on about this too. Let's not let them off the, uh, off the hook. But what an insult. I, I'm, I'm really, after all these years, I thought that we might have a little bit of opportunity here with these crossbench senators. But when I see what Jackie Lambie says today, she is, and this is the same senator that has said to me, Sterling, you've got to get this fixed before you retire. And I said to her, good, well, vote for it. Let's get it done. So don't forget, she's got a partner in there, another senator called Tammy Tyrrell yeah. from Tasmania. Now, Tammy, in her first speech, said that she loves Jackie and they're, you know, they're, they're peas of the same pod, but she's her own woman. Well, yeah. whether we like it or not, we have to get three independent senators. Now, it would be even worse if we were to get, say, Pocock, David Pocock, and Senator Lydia Thorpe, and then got kicked in the gut by the two Tasmanians. Because we know, hey, let's, not, let's not sugarcoat this, what a disappointment Senator Hanson is on this. Mm. I mean, I remember a tweet the day of the convoys. You guys were up at the uh, truck show. Um, um, and I can't remember which truck show it was. Forgive me for that. When yep. she put out that quote that our owner drivers have to be paid and looked after. Yep. And when she's made it quite clear to me, she's not supporting the owner drivers. Or she's not supporting the trucking industry. Yeah, well, she was quite happy to uh, get a photo taken with uh, Rachel Eddy in the water run that they did at Stantor back in the day. Mm. Quite happy to get a photograph taken with Tony Fulton at that little protest that Tony had at Rudy Creek back right. in the day. That's right. Um, she's uh, quite happy to get a photo taken when it suits her. I mean, yep. I like, I like, I like uh, Senator Hanson a lot, but at the moment she's not our friend. No. So, and that's no. as simple as that. So, Glenn, what do we do now to convince? Our, our senators that aren't on board. Like, what do we do um, as, as a population or, or a I've supporter of the transport industry? I've got a plan. We'll just, we'll just hang five on your plan, Michael. Will we? <laughs> yeah. um, what, what do we do? Like, if you're out here listening tonight and you think, this isn't right, like, how do I get these senators to change their mind? Do you write them a letter? What do you do? Look, truckies aren't going to write letters, mate. They're too busy. We know that. We need to set up some. It would be great if we had the NRFA and others doing their, um, uh, like, uh, uh, what do you call it, Facebook stuff, because a Facebook post would be very quick. I support, you know, I support 
minimum standard or, or you know, closing the loopholes. But I think what we also do, I know that there are massive convoys planned around the nation again, and it was going to be in November. But now that the inquiry is going out to uh, February, we have to make an effort. We really have to be out there and be seen. These, and, you know, like, let's not forget the, 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 the uh, convoy in Canberra I was at. There was 300 trucks, I believe 280 or 300 trucks. And that was a huge effort for truckies coming down from Sydney, which is no mean feat, you know, on a Saturday for the fuel and all that. And we had senators, and I remember Senator Lambie saying to me, oh, I'd like to come along and I want to be there. Well, we need to be out there. We need to be vocal. We need to be twice as noisy. We need to pull every stump we can. I don't know if it's quickly petitions. I mean, wouldn't that be great if we had 20,000, 30,000 signatures on there to give to Senator Lambie and say, you know, you're going to kick us in the guts if you side with the uh, LNP and the bosses? And let's say there's this. Australian Industry Group, the National Farmers Federation, the Minerals Council of Australia, the Australian Chamber of Commerce and Industry. And let's not forget, let's not forget for your listeners, this mob called COSBA, which stand, it's the, uh, the uh, Small Business Council of Australia, who have come out and said, um, we're worried about small business if this legislation goes through. Well, last time I looked, the majority of freight in this industry, in this, sorry, in this nation, is moved by small business. Mm. But we don't matter. We don't matter. We don't count. We're not small business. These are the yeah. same bastards who are doing everything they can to suppress our livelihoods, to do everything they can to make our industry, keep our industry on its knees, and they don't give a flying damn about our safety, our viability. So we've got to get noisy, we've got to get vocal, we've got to get visual. Mm. Well, the fact is, another fact is that uh, trucking, road transport uh, is not a small part of the Australian economy. I think we're somewhere over $60 billion in it is our contribution to the economy. And that's not chicken feed. So, you know, it's about time that we actually had some uh, someone listening to us and perhaps paying attention to what's going on with, with our industry and allowing us to decide our own future. Yep. And that, I mean, I can't put it any plainer than that. Mm. Well, Mike, you, you, you're spot on. We, we, do, we have got people listening. Mm. And we are yeah, listening. Well, That's why we're moving this legislation. Oh. Oh, I and think, then, you know, and I know you know this, mm. but we are being held to ransom. I mean, the LNP just don't care about us. But we've, we're being... So, look, let's not let them off the hook. They're just as bad. They're, they're, they're the, they could get this across the line, mate. Imagine if we didn't have to rely on independent senators. Wouldn't that be nice? If the LNP actually sat there and said, you know what, we do love our truckies, and just like we all fall over farmers and, you know, maybe we should support the people that support the farming industry because we're the first ones. We're the first ones. We bring out the fuel. It's the road transport industry that brings out the fertiliser, the machinery, the seed, and then it's us that takes it all back again. So why aren't we just as integral to the nation as the farm, as the agriculture industry? Mm. Just yeah, well, think without, about that. Without, without, the, animal without, without the trucks, the bloody crack doesn't come off the farms. That's so, exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Imagine a world where people could actually appreciate what other people did. And, yeah. you know, sadly for us, the, the general population don't understand that, that what the transport industry does. 
it's it's back to the same old story of you know you go to the supermarket and you buy your milk you don't look people don't realize it comes from a cow from a farmer it's that simple so you know how do we educate the population to understand that the transport industry is such an essential part of what we do like without us and it's as simple as the stickers say on the back of a truck without trucks Australia stops you know so where's that campaign where's that how do how do you get to these senators Glenn that we are the, the lifeblood of the nation. I've got a plan. Yeah. Can I talk about my plan? Oh, no, because you, you're... Well, why not? It's a little bit militant. Well, I don't have a honey whiskey in front of me now, so... That's all right. You don't need it. You're sitting down. Right, eh? I'm sitting down. What's, what's your right, crazy now, plan? There's the, whole, there's the whole gig economy thing going on, right? Mm-hmm. All part of this, all wrapped up in this. The, you know, the food delivery drivers, the Uber guys, us, we're all being racked up in the same way. All of us. So perhaps if we could convince the Uber drivers and the Uber Eats guys and the pizza delivery guys to just not deliver the pizzas to the uh, crossbeam senators <laughs> until they see it from our point of view, um, there you go. Mm. What do you reckon? Well, that's all right. That's that's an industry that's a bit um, like in the legislation. They're trying to tackle that. Like, why why should people work for anything below a standard? Yep. Um, you know, if, if you want to sit in your motel room like I am now, and you want to order a hamburger, and you want to, you know, if you've got to pay a certain amount of money for it, that's what it is. And the consumer always pays. But yep. we, we sit in a situation with the what they're talking about, you know, this line haul stuff and what you pay from Sydney, Melbourne, blah, 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 blah. There's money in the job. It's never not been there. Yeah. Um, it's it's who takes the money along the way that has been the problem. Yeah, well, we, we still have there, Glenn? conversation still, about that. You're still there, well, Glenn? Well, I got another angle. I got, I look, mate. You, you guys know me. I love the old way of doing it, but unfortunately, I don't ever do that anymore. But, yeah. but besides for that, and I'd said I'd had the same conversation at the Nat Roads conference uh, three weeks ago. Right. And the uh, the scaremongers who love our owner drivers so much. That's why they don't. That's why they're lobbying the crossbench not to support your legislation because they're so concerned about the owner drivers. Um, I saw one of them running, oh, and we're worried about the cost of living to the economy, <laughs> you know. And I'm going to say this really loud on, on the most influential uh, trucking media platform in Australia. <laughs> we should never, ever, ever contemplate apologising to get a few more cents uh, a tomato or an onion or a box of tissues on the back yeah. of our truck or a piece of furniture or a new car, whatever it may be, if that's yeah. what it costs us to be safe, sustainable and viable. Mm. For God's yeah. sake, Coles and Woolworths and Aldi are making no, a monster through the supply chains at the moment. 
Mm. They're just not passing it along to us. No argument. And I would fight, the, I'd run the argument anywhere in the nation that if a B-double of beer coming from Melbourne to Perth puts up the price of the stubbies by one cent, think about that, 24 stubbies in a, in a carton, what is it, 40 cartons to a pallet, 40-odd pallets over a B-doubles, whatever it is, you know. I don't do B-doubles. To make our trucking companies and our truckies safe and sustainable, well, that's that's a fair price to pay. Mm. We yeah, are well. not talking squillions of dollars per freight movement, for God's sake. And this is yeah. how corrupt the argument is from the liars, and they are liars, and I'm not looking for parliamentary privilege here because the AIG, Aki, Farmers Federation, Minerals Cap, they are all liars. Mm. Well, there you go. But the, the other part about it is that we don't ever argue when any of the fuel companies put the price of fuel up 10 cents overnight. We don't get it. You we know, don't get to argue. We don't suck it up. You, you just get to suck it up. Mm. And we get told to suck it up. That's it. Still. Mm. Yeah. So, so, you know, and people like Buddy Transurban get to uh, increase their buddy tolls every buddy, however so long with the CPI. We get to suck that up, but they never mm. ever give us any more for the money. There's no productivity. What they do give us is more mm. bloody time sitting in the freaking traffic jams, mm. and they get and they get paid more for it. So you know, there's plenty of there's plenty of instances out there where other industries and other business groups are quite happy to take their increases whenever they can get them. And as soon as we talk about a few cents, we're the bad guys. And I am yep. absolutely sick of that line. I'm sick of that argument. It makes no sense. And I have buried five of my friends in this industry. In fact, I'm just driving past where a mate of mine used to park his truck and had along. And you know what? I just looked across to see if his truck was parked there. And it's not. Mm. And it makes me so bloody angry. But, but this is one His of those name's things. on the wall of Tarkata. This is one of those things. Get these that senators the buddy call me and I'll talk to them. But this is one of those things that the, you know, we need to reach out to the population to understand that, you know, the, the price of an apple, or whatever, in the supermarket can change week to week. Um, you know, one week it's worth a dollar ninety nine, the next week it's two dollars ninety nine. You know, who knows how they how they adjust is it's all about margins for them but the rate that what they pay for freight always stays the same and and it's the minimal at the best and and they get away with that but when you walk into the supermarket and buy your apple you you're not concerned about what that price is you you'll pay it because you want an apple so the pop the, the community needs to understand that these you know variations in um, in produce prices don't reflect what the the transport industry or the grower receive for that produce it's solely um, a price by the supermarket and whatever happens below that they don't care Craig, can I just chuck something in there, mate? Sure. Uh, you know, because the, tri the this is the bare facts we've got to deal with. The legislation's going to be coming in back to the Senate to be voted on in February. Uh, we have about three months. 
three and a half months, whatever it may be. Uh, I don't really think that the majority of the Australian public, uh, let alone think what we do or appreciate what we do, would even know what the closing of the loophole legislation is about. What we have here is a... And I'll twist the argument around. Out of the 150 senators, we've got... A, uh, sorry, 150. Out of the 76 senators, we've got only 20, uh, uh, what is it, uh, 37 who will do the right thing and back in the trucking industry. So what we need to be saying clearly to the LNP senators, and I really would love nothing better than to just disregard the, the independents, but the argument has to be driven to senators. They are the key here now. So if people think that it's a lot easier to try and get three independent senators across the line, I won't argue with them. And the only way we can do that, we have David Pocock in Canberra and we have uh, two Tasmanian senators. And wouldn't it be lovely if the Tasmanian public or the Tasmanian uh, road transport families down there said, how dare you treat us with this, this, this contempt? And if you don't fit this legislation across the line, we'll vote both you out. Now that would be lovely. Mm. But but Jackie that says would be far in, more easy to fight. Yeah, but Jackie says even in the inquiries that she's concerned about the the impact on on the trucking industry in Tasmania. So mm. why not support what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Well. And I, 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 you know, I just struggle. I think I struggle because I'm so, you know, ingrained in this industry. But what more proof do you need than the industry, all of everyone in the industry saying, please put it through. For the first time in our living memory, <laughs> the trucking industry will be at the table. Hmm. I, I mean, I, I don't know what more we can do. I just, I, I, I'm gobsmacked. It'd be like me, you know, tomorrow I'm addressing the... Uh, the life of the um, Kimberley and Pilbara uh, Cattlemen's Association. And it would be like me going up there telling them that they're all full of crap, they don't know what they're doing, I love you and I want to look after you, but we're not going to implement any of your biosecurity concerns. <laughs> How do you do that? You, well, you can't. Yeah. Well, well, you, what, this is what the independent senators and the LNP senators are doing to us. I know. Anyway. They, they need, right. need to listen. Need to listen. I've got a, I've got a bust a valve. I really am. I've had. I don't know what else to do. We need, really we need to be, we need to be so vocal. But, but before you go, I don't want to depress this anymore. But just for your listeners out there who, who may not know, this has not been something we've thought of in the last three or four weeks. We have been inundated in Canberra by committed, hard-working men and women in the industry who actually live and breathe this stuff. Representatives of industry, of small businesses, of big businesses, the NRFA, the TWU, all the state associations, the ATA, the livestock, um, uh, RTO, who have come down day after day, week after week, meetings with parliamentarians, with independent senators, trying to get meetings with the LNP senators who won't meet with them, won't even meet with them, to... to Please plead with them to put through this legislation that we've all worked so hard on to do together. Mm. <clears throat> well, I don't understand it. I don't. 
All we can do is just keep pushing it. I'm going to keep talking about it. Yep. Um, I fear I'd probably have to go and rewrite my editorial for the next issue of Truck and Life, except it's already gone to the printers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, so I'm, I'm going to have to live with that. Uh, the the thing know, is, though, it's, you know, we've gotten to the point where we are working together and everyone needs to understand that. Yeah, well, I don't think they do. The worst part about it for me is that the majority of people, as Glenn said, they don't live our life. They don't understand what it is that we do on a daily basis. And they don't realise that every single thing that they can see in front of them right now, except for their beloved children, was delivered on the back of a truck. Mm, Everything. They don't understand it. Some of those children might have been. Some of those children might have been. Mm. If they did, the store could be pissed because we've undercut him. Mm. Well, (laughs) if you can get your kids delivered by Uber, we'll go. go Here's one one for you guys. What about this? What about about this one? Um, Now, we have have a, a senator from Victoria, I should say Nat, and, uh, <coughs> oh, excuse me, her name's Bridget McKenzie, and <coughs> she's the Shadow Assistant Minister for Infrastructure and Transport. Right. She has a bit of a profile. She says she loves farmers and all that sort of stuff because she's a Nat. What's wrong with us? What's wrong with all of us targeting her and saying, yeah. well, what are the LNP going to do? Are you going to support the request of the road transport industry and help the government push through this legislation? Why don't we try that attack? Mm. Let's do it. Let's, well, there are a few nationals out there that heard. should be sympathetic to the whole thing. You'd well, she, you know, um, I haven't heard her come out and support. She, 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 uh, she couldn't wait to attack us on on what she called the tacky, uh, the truckies tag. Which, uh, okay, sticking up for truckies, good on you. But I haven't heard her say anything on this. I know that the, I know the ones coming to Canberra and trying to get to, to have a meeting with her, I think we should have a, a big push on uh, hearing from her. From who? Yeah, well. Her, her name is Senator Bridget McKenzie. She is the Shadow Minister for Infrastructure and Transport. Oh. Yeah. So, you know, we've, it's very easy for us to take our anger out on, on independence. But, uh, this, as I said, this legislation could go through. The opposition could support it. Mm. Yeah, well, I'm afraid one of the most disturbing things that I've noticed about politics, and, you know, no offence, Glenn, but the Labor Party's not immune, that sometimes I think it's a zero-sum game, or they view it as a zero-sum game. And I don't think that the, the Libs want to let you have the win. And that's not so much letting you have the win. What they're doing is they're letting the nation suffer because you can't have the win. They won't yeah. let you do it because they're animals. Yeah. They're political animals. Yep, true. And that's the way they're playing. And I, cool. I find it very, very disturbing. Um, well. and, 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 you know, I... I uh, Sometimes get very, very disappointed with the way things are. And uh, yeah, anyway. So I'll just I'll just steer back to something here, Glenn. So if you're in support of the bill, what do you do as a 
individual in this country to make a difference? Yes, and yeah, the question to me, Craig? Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry, mate. Yeah, yeah question yeah, to you. Yeah. What, what do you do yeah. as an and individual? Only, sorry, sorry, mate. Because we've only got three or four months months left, you know, what, how hard would it be to have a, 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 a um, um, uh, what do you call it, a petition? How hard would yeah. that be? You know, we'd have to mobilise all our truckies on the roadhouses, everything. We've still got a couple of months, mate, to get it to them. I don't know. I'm I'm shooting from the hip, mate. Mm. I'm burned. I'm, mate. I I was just out ready to put head in the uh, bucket there a couple of weeks ago, but I've had a, I'm, I'm revived and I'm still fighting. I'm open for any suggestion, yeah. any damn suggestion. But it, but yeah. but also, mate, when you've got owner drivers and truck drivers coming to Canberra. And this, this, this the, I should say this too. The NRFA, who are no patsies of the TWU, let's get this right straight away, actually got to sit down with Jackie Lambie in Canberra. How do I know? Because I organised it. Mm. To put forward, and with, and with Pauline Hanson, to put forward from their point of view while they're supporting this legislation and how we need it. And if two independent senators who met with them thought so lowly of their presentation or their request, I don't think we could do anything to move these people. Mm. I don't know if they've thought that lowly of it. I think they're sort of listening. Um, Craig, if they were listening, mate, they, mate, I don't I, mate, I, not. I, I wish they, they would have come out. quite clear. So it's, to support the road transport industry, that's not going to get her over the line. And you've heard what Jackie said today. Well, I'm afraid I'm not across what Jackie said today because I've been busy carrying the country. But oh, sorry, I'll sorry, be... mate. She was at she was at the Senate inquiry today down in Tasman, and she yep. was um, saying that she's more worried because this is just the RSRT, and we're out the screw or not screw. She didn't say that. We're out the shaft uh, owner drivers. That's virtually what she was saying. Mm. Right, eh? Without going into yeah. it again, but anyway. which is really sort of concerning, considering there's owner drivers in the room trying to push their point, saying this is a good thing. Yeah. So, who's on the other side saying it's it's not a good thing? Australian Industry Group, Chamber of Commerce, mm. Industry, and Minerals Council Australia, National Farmers Federation, Cosboa. Yep. Yeah, so, if anyone wants to believe the the stupidity in um, things that are presented to you that may put a cost onto you as a consumer. Like at the moment, we're looking at a livestock industry that are paying very little for meat. Yet you go to the supermarket. Mate, try buy lamb at Coles or Woolies. And you're paying, I I went the other day, $50 a kilo. I saw an ad on social media, mate. Someone wanted to give away 300 sheep. Mm. So Give them away. Yeah, but we, we need to be very careful about what sheep they're giving away and what they are. But I do know the industry. You, you go to the supermarket now and you're still paying 50 bucks a kilo for a prime lamb cut or anywhere between 40 and 50 bucks for, for beef, yet the market has gone to shit mm. in the live, yeah, well. you know. So 
who's making the money here? And, you know, everyone's going to understand there is money in this chain. It is not. There is no reason why a transport industry cannot be compensated fairly for what they, for, for their input into getting produce from the farm to the, to the wholesaler, to the, to the retailer. There's no reason that that money is not there. What, what people are getting charged in the supermarket, they have to understand, is paying the top end to make a lot of money who do not give anything back to our society. Nothing. They take it, take it for pure profit. And in, in that in that movement of, of freight, there are people suffering because of that. So it's, anyway. Yeah. Sorry, what? I just said, yep, I'm not arguing, mate. Mm. Not arguing. You want to, let's, let's get, let's get on to something else quickly because I know Glenn's got to go. He's got some things on at the moment. What's happening with that housing bill, mate? Oh, I got part. The Greens, know. yeah, after the, yeah, <laughs> after the delay, yeah, after the, the ob- delay. obfuscating, after the headlines of what they were going to do and all this, they rolled over. Yeah, right. And it went through, mate. So it's... Right, well, that's that. That's that. That's that. The, Good. The... Excellent. So that's easy, isn't it? That just passed it. <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice if a couple of interviews just rolled over on the closing the loophole? Yeah. So how do we make that happen? <laughs> oh, God. Unfortunately, it's not the Greens we have to worry about. Yeah, right. Oh, I don't know about that. Wow. <laughs> no. Hey, Mike, you and I are joined at the hip on, on the Greens, except on the transport they support us. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. no, no, only on that. There's not nothing else I can think we agree on. I agree on with the Greens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so, anyway, anyway, there you go. Yeah. And uh, so we we did touch briefly on the rest area thing right at the start. Um. So uh, when's your next meeting, Glenn? And and what's the story with that? How far are we away from getting a? Uh, Shovel in the ground. Am I going to have to go on or a float and excavator and do something? <laughs> I'll, I'll be in a far better position to tell you uh, next Friday. Craig and myself and the rest of the committee are uh, meeting physically in Canberra. Uh, yep. I know that we have uh, proposals in front of us. Yep. And uh, today uh, my staff requested that the members of the committee see what those proposals are, not to wait to get to Canberra and plonk it on them, give them the decency yeah. to have a look at it. I believe there's about nine. Okay, well, so, there you go. That's a start. That's a start, mate. Mm. I'll be in a that's far a better position next Friday. And, right, and well, then we'll, and then we'll, we'll go out with a shovel, Glenn, to, <laughs> just so someone can win a bet. <laughs> that's right. I told you. We're going horrible. Oh. <laughs> it's got to happen. <laughs> If I've got to buy Kendall a box of bullshit, I'll be very, very, very unhappy. Yes, yes, I understand, mate. Yes, well, we, <laughs> as I you know, Craig and I, you. I the States, 
uh, I will blame you. And when I when I come over to Western Australia to come and do this run up the Buddy West with you, it will yep. cost you dearly. I guarantee it. I'll have to put you in. I'll put you. No, no, no. I tell it. The way, mate. If I lose and you're after me, I'll be in the. I'll be in the in the six uh, ten. You'll be in a. I'll get you a daff work. Daffodine. Daffodine. I wouldn't put it past you. I wouldn't put it past you. <laughs> Uh, bloody he doesn't yeah, like yeah. it when you get him poor accommodation. No, I do not. My mm, old grudges, I old grudges when it comes to that. Mm. I tell you what, mate, you got to be nice to me, otherwise you'll be sleeping in the truck. <laughs> well, he should be used uh, to it, considering he he, he thinks he's an interstate truck driver. Yeah, stays in motel rooms. No, I don't stay in motel rooms. I sleep in trucks in rest areas with no facilities, just like everyone else. Oh. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I agree with that in your Western Star, but what about when you get your Nino back? I won't be getting the Nino, mate. That's your, that's your um, motel on wheels, isn't it? Well, the uh, I'm going to get a big Western Star, so I'll be right, I think. But, yeah. mm. I don't know why you're bagging Western Star, mate. I don't mind them. No, no, no. Uh, I, I got, I'm in a little 4800 at the moment. I've got to get one, one size bigger. So, oh, well, that's fair this enough. Time, this time next week, I'll be in that according to the boss. And uh, it's got a fat boy suit as well. I said that was a bit excessive, and he said, no, it's not. Just have a look at you. I will let you employ hey, hey, who you are. The way you're losing, yeah. the way you're losing weight, mate, three kilos... I think you'd even fit into a fit into a nice little UD. I wasn't aware that the seats in these trucks have safe working loads. Weren't you? No, I wasn't aware of that. I think the big boys only got a safe working load of like 110 kilos. 140. 140. Yeah. All right. Is that within your limits? Sorry. Is that within your limits? No, not quite. Right. I've I've been seated a little bit. But it's like everything else, mate. It's in the transport industry. It's got a fairly substantial weight tolerance built into its specification. Right. So it's like every time you lay, just put a fat one on, buddy. That's that's right. I've I've got I've got a little bit overloaded at the stair at the moment, <laughs> but we'll be right. right. You're only on one side. Only on one side. <laughs> is that why the case? That why the cabin's crooked? Is it? Oh, well, I reckon it might be. Yeah, I, I, I blew a cab airbag the other day. I said it wasn't my fault, but hmm. it might have been. Possibly could be. Yeah, anyway. So what a week. Glenn, we're meeting up in Canberra in a week or so. Uh, yeah, mate. Now, um, are you coming in on Thursday night? Yes. Oh, looks like we'll have to have a bite and a beer, mate, eh? Yep. Unbelievable. Mm. Fly down and a big, one of them big kerosene birds. Yeah, good. Yeah. We, we don't, hey, mate, we don't expect you to walk. Oh, it's a long way to walk, eh? We want you to, mate, hey, this is the price. They, they got, it's a very minimal price to pay to hear from experienced people on the road, mate. Mm. I'm all for it. Yeah. I've had a few out there too lately. I, I, I should have taken a photo one the other day. Drive along and there's a, a sign up that says rest area at one kilometre. And it said rest area. Yeah. And you get to it and it's like there's two truck parking bay on the left hand side of the road. 
and it, but it had a sign said rest area. How far off the road? Oh, right next to the road. Like, well, you're not you're not going to have an opportunity for a good sleep there. I've slept there many a times, and I well, I've pulled up there many a times and had very, very regular, uninterrupted, uh, uh, sorry, interrupted sleep in that one spot. It's horrible. Yeah. So where was it? Milmerin. Just so that Mil little joint one with a little little dunny in the middle. No, the dunny's on the other side of the road. If you're that's if right you're, on the other side of the road. If you're Westbound. It's, yeah, it's a rest area, but it's like two two truck parking bays. Like, so it's it's on a hill, so they're either on the jake. It's on a corner oh, too. Isn't it? It's on a corner, so but it's about I don't know. It'd be a good good half a meter off the road. Oh, no. that's <laughs> a long way when they're ripping past you at hundred kilometres an hour. It's very peaceful. Luckily, no. I, I I know what's there, so nothing I'll stop, unsafe about that. So I stopped just before it, have a little bit of a nap nap. But, um, yeah, it's ridiculous. So, look, it's got a sign up that says rest area. And yeah. far, far from. Far um, from it. Far from, anyway. But I don't even think it'd qualify for green reflectors, would it? Oh, it's a, it's qualifies for a spot to pull up and make an emergency phone call. That's a bit. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's because then once you get past Captain's Mountain, mate, you've got no bloody phone service. That's right. Anyway, that's part of what we've been talking about, eh, Glenn, in the, in the requirements for rest areas, what they should and shouldn't have. and Nothing's know. off the table. That's it. But there, there are certain requirements. And oh, again, put in, there, put in your application. If There's you money there. Joe, he's got to say he's quite happy to not have any home service. Oh, well, <laughs> at times that would be nice. But if you like to pull up and watch Netflix at night... Um, yeah, it's a different story too. Yeah. So, but anyway, yeah. How's your better let the senator go? Look, no worries, guys. I've got to tweet off. I've got a uh, got a community event tonight that I've got to be at. So, take care, everyone. Right Great on. to talk to you guys. Thanks, Glenn. Look forward to seeing Thanks you, Craig, and next week. And uh, uh, fingers crossed, guys. But I'm up for every every suggestion. Let's keep pushing. Let's keep informing. And let's keep the pressure on these senators. All right. All right, mate. Thanks for coming on, Glenn. Appreciate Take it. Take care, everyone. Take care. See you, guys. Thanks, Bye, Glenn. Talk to you soon. Bye. Right Bye. There you go. Yeah. So what are you oh, doing mate. out there, Michael? You're still travelling, what, northbound, southbound? So I'm southbound, mate. Just gone past Tarkata. The Cutter. So southbound past the Cutter. Kajura Creek, I am, if anyone knows 31. Yeah, they. I reckon one or two people might. Yeah, they might. Yeah. So if they spot me out here, and they see me in my little wet star with my two shiny Byford barrels on, mm. buddy, give call me a him call up. And get me up for a magazine. Mm. So what are you doing, you idiot? Hey. Yep, you heard me. What? 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 <laughs> so you're giving away free magazines now? Oh, yeah. Up and down the highway. Look You're going to spend my bonus, mate. I'm going to give away a magazine. Right, eh? I, yeah. Fair enough. I actually spent all your bonus today. Did you? That's mm. good. Could have actually right. done it at the auctions today at this thing. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. 
I'll send the comment. Do your sums on this. Do your sums and make a bid. Make a bid. She goes, oh, I can't. I said, don't worry. It's just Mike's money. We'll take it <laughs> off his. And she's, she, you know, she shook her head. And she, anyway, we we got outbidded anyway. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's all right. So you don't need to worry. But yeah, I'll tell you what. It is an interesting thing when you see that the transport industry come together and do something like they did today put on yep. by the ve group um yeah you should have you should have put an advertising you should have donated an advertising package or something oh we've been talking mate talking in the background uh, yeah 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 we're um certainly going to cost you some time well there you go in doing something but it's it is a it's a good cause and people should yeah. get behind it and donate you know if you've got a few spare bucks it's something worth putting into you won't have to twist my arm too hard no i don't want to twist it at all no well bloody shoulders a bit sore still mm. no. yeah. I'm fairly, i'll be fairly complied i would think would you that would be yeah yep. well it's, it's interesting tonight that um you're away from your computer i am so you've got no news.com I've got no news.com. I've had people texting me the whole time I've been firing bloody broadsides. Mm. I've had more, I've had a heap of text messages. So it's an appropriate thing to say right now. I'm sorry, but I can't talk on the phone because I'm on hands free mm. and I can't read the text messages. I'm actually driving. Mm. So uh, I, I wouldn't be, except I need to be in Melbourne in the morning to load mm -hmm. and uh, get back in time to unload because the stuff that I'm carrying needs to be there on time or a whole factory stops. Yeah, right. Okay. And they might be a little bit upset with that. Yeah, well, you've just got to hold your foot down there, buddy. I have, mate. Pedal to the metal. Yeah. Southbound on 31, Tommy. Yeah. At the end of the day, no one else probably gives a shit, hey? That's right. <laughs> you just no, got to no, do your no job. Cares. Do your no, job. No one cares. That's right. Do your job. Yeah. So back up 31. Are you on your way down now? Or you know, I'm, on the, I'm on the way down. On the way down. See you later tomorrow. So, oh, you'll only be at Marulan on Friday night. That's right. And, and I'll be, no, no, Friday, it's... it's Wednesday, Thursday, deliver first thing Friday, mate. That's the plan. Oh. So I don't have to don't have to overextend myself. I've just got to got to keep at it, you know. Mm. I don't think anyone would ever expect you to overextend yourself. I overextend me belt buckles and stuff. God, have you got enough um, holes in it to do that? I, well, I. Uh, I, I, I have got out a few inches while I've been uh, sitting on my bum um, in my cage. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, the belt buckle did go out a little bit, but uh, you know, we're working it back the other way now, so that's good. Yeah, right. Eh? So I just got a text message from Mark. He's north being out a little billabong, so we'll pass you soon, eh? He probably will. Yeah. He probably will. There you go. What are you, slow with your loaded B-double? No, not really. Yeah. Got a big, big red motor in it, mate. Big red motor. Good. 
Yeah, right. Eh? So when are they going to give you an A double to cart a bit extra freight? <laughs> I oh, don't, don't start me, he says. Don't think that's going. No, no. Look, I'm right, mate. I, I work for a great company. I get paid by the hour. I get penalty rates. I get everything I should get. Mm. I get everyone. I get everything that every driver in this industry should get. So they might as well throw another trailer on you then, eh? So they might as well throw another trailer on me. I don't care. Mm. Simply because I get paid properly to do it. And that's all I ask for anyone driving a truck in this country. But it's a good road. It is a good road. You know, we run A-doubles, A-B-doubles, A-B, whatever you want to call them. The old alphabet things. Alphabet road trains. In on, on some of the worst roads in Western Queensland. Yeah. Yet you can't drag one up the Hume Highway or the Pacific Highway, which is a perfectly good road. That's right. Apart from a couple of hills. The big hills, yeah. But it but it's straight, it's got a couple of lanes. You know. Yep. What's the problem? Well, that's right, I suppose. I mean, we could talk about the uh, the productivity increases that we need to have. The freight task is not getting any smaller. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk about how we're scratching for experienced drivers. Yeah. Um, so, therefore, it makes sense, really, to so, uh, have the more experienced drivers driving the bigger combinations. So, put, putting it plain and simply, yeah. if you're driving the, the alphabet thing up the road... Yeah. And you're getting paid by the hour. Yep. Where's the problem? There isn't a problem. Cool. I love that. I don't have a problem. So as long as we're all paying by the hour. As long as we're getting paid properly. Hmm. There's no no problem driving the alphabet truck. No. Oh. I, I mean, on the Hume Highway is a perfect place for running the big accommodations. Hmm. Because it's a good road. Hmm. The problem like, that we've got so, is infrastructure. So Wagga Hill should be like three three lanes. I will agree with you. Yeah, like we've opened up the Newell to AB triples. Yep. Great for moving freight. I don't have yep. an issue there. We've got another caller here. Yep. We're going to take a risk here. Why not? Um, here you go. Who have we got there? It's Sinister again. Oh, how, how are you? How are you, mate? Yeah. Good, good thanks, Mike. And g'day, Craig. Cool. Um, you just asked uh, Mike a question, and and um, and it was pertinent that you, you get an answer to your question. What is wrong with with all these ABC, DEFG road trains running up and down the Pacific Highway and, and the Hume Highway? It's it is absurd that. As you say, you've got divided roads from one end to the other. You only go through one town on the Pacific, um, obviously Cox Harbour. You know, you go through Raymond Terrace or Beresford, whatever you want to call it. But you know, you, go, you can go from, well, you go from Mittagong to um, all, all the way to Beresford. You don't see a traffic light, and then of course yeah. you've got divided road all the way. But you, you, you've got road trains running between Adelaide and Melbourne on single lane roads. So I understand how it's, you know, you sort of think it's. Not doesn't make sense, but the question of why sh- why shouldn't we have big accommodations on those two roads is all about what the driver's remuneration is. 
We just said that. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, if, if you're getting paid correctly, there's no yes. real issue in it. So I think that's the but argument. That is, but, if, if, but, the, but the trouble is we, we've actually set a precedent by only paying like, – like folks are getting two cents a kilometre more for, from a, a B-double to a, to a, a B-triple. They're getting two cents a kilometre more from a B-double to a two-trailer road train. Now, two cents a kilometre worked out to $20 every 1,000 kilometres. Mm. $20, no, you know. No argument. So 2, 000, You're 100% correct. 2,000 kilometres. You're 100% correct. Yeah. yeah so, that, that's so it. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. That's if people are paying what you're saying they are. I know there's companies out here paying people to drive. You know, call it what you want. They're paying by the hour to drive these up the road. So yeah, if that's if, that's if, true, Craig. But there are guys out there like me who are getting paid by the hour. We're also getting penalty rates with the uh, RDOs and all that sort of thing. And then there are guys that are being paid flat rate by the hour, and that is not the same. No, that's right. But, um, but no one's sitting it... here advocating that that's the right thing. No, I'm so, not saying we are. Mm. It does all come down to the remuneration. Mm. So for that's me, right. being paid what I get paid, it doesn't matter how many trailers I tow. It doesn't matter... How long it takes me to load or unload? My book is my book. I run an electronic logbook these days because that's the company policy. Um, you know, we the company that I work for is excellent. We do everything right by mm. the book, mm. and and I've got no complaints. I have a unicorn job. There's a guy sitting right beside me that I'm trying to overtake at the moment because we're <laughs> both speed limited. And uh, I can damn sure look at the day uh, painted on the curtain. This bloke has not been paid anywhere near what I've been paid. Oh, mm. well, there'd be never any argument in there's there's such a differential in what people get paid and the remuneration. But if you want to step into a job where you're driving one of these combinations, you need yeah. to make sure that you, you are going to get paid respectively for what you do and yeah. and that's a simple fact like but it goes back to the chicken and the egg what comes first do we put these behemoths on the road and and expect drivers to drive them for the chicken feed that's on offer across the board or or do we take or we shut them down now and say guys and it goes back to b doubles like you know i've, I've written in the column numerous times you know what i'd love to see you talk to, to um um, Stirl before about you know what what can we do and we talked about a, a, a convoy and all this sort of stuff blockades or down tools. I've, I've written numerous times that you know what I'd like to see in in, in a in a fair and reasonable world on on Sunday afternoon when all the boys are leaving the yard on Sunday to go and start their week to to unhook the A trailer and park them all over in the corner at the depot, uh, hook up the back yeah. trailer and he, and head off, and then all the blokes that get there Monday do the same thing. They park the A trailers up. And, and, and they head off. And then when the company, when the boss, the, manager, the operations manager gets in, they go, ring them, hey, hey boys, what are, we, what are you doing? Where's, where's your A-trailer? They're, they're all parked up here. Mm. Well, yeah, that's right. Well, why didn't you take your A-trailer? It's a full load. 
no, no, my full load's a, a semi-trailer because that's all you're paying me for. For the extra money I'm getting to pay, paid to, to tow 12 more pallets, you know, tw- 28 more more um, buckles I've got to undo on the tort liner, you know, 12 more tyres I've got to be responsible for if they blow. You know, I'm, I'm, I've got to hang out wide, I've got to do, you know, go uphill slower. You know, I'm on a kilometre rate, so anything that slows me down is taking food off my mm-hmm. table. It's taking money out of my, my daughter's birthday present, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and leave the A-trailers there. Well, now I'm, I'd like to advocate that all these folks are doing these road trades, the Collins and Booth and Cube and all these folks that are becoming absolute dangerous uh, um, obstructions on the highways, particularly Melbourne, Adelaide, you know, it, it needs to be shut down. You know, they need to need to leave the, the, the back trailer in the yard in the dolly and say, right, we're going back to B-double, we're going back to semi. Because mm. we're only getting paid the money to drive a semi. Why but, are we hooking up two trailers? But, that's what's still but before, hang, yeah, hang, hang on. Hmm. A lot of these blokes are getting paid correctly. They're getting paid by the hour. And I come across 10%? them every day. No, 10%? No, I think it's a much higher percentage than that. Um, really? Put a figure on it. That are getting paid by the hour to run these bigger combinations. Um, I'm not not saying there's not people that are getting um, paid incorrectly, but I'm saying there's a fair chunk of the industry that are actually paying the right money to run these bigger combinations because the employer understands that they're making more money out of these combinations. I'm not saying that's not there's not people out there um, taking advantage of it. That, that's you're absolutely correct, but it I don't believe it is on this level of um, the, the whole industry is taking advantage of it. So, well, I, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying, Craig, but I I feel as though we're split hairs here a little bit. I mean, yes. There's a certain amount of uh, advantage being taken by a lot of people, I think. I I would struggle to believe that uh, there's a large proportion, a larger proportion of people getting paid properly, so to speak. It's akin to saying that we don't get many truck drivers killed each year now. You know, it, it's, we can't leave no one behind, Craig. And I, I, I know your one of your strengths in in the in the, the, the triage of, of the three you three boys, you know, doing what you're doing. You know, and there has to be a devil's advocate in amongst the three of you. And you you wear that hat. That's that's fine. I get it. I think most people are starting to come on board to realise that Craig is the devil's advocate. And you and 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 although the other negative of, of being the devil's advocate, you 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 fall into that new, new uh, woke system of uh, defending the indefensible. Oh, you got to be really... Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I've let you come in here tonight. He's pushed yeah. the red button now. And I'll tell you what, mate, I won't, I won't let... I will not let you have that, okay? I've been in this what's, industry... What's hang on, no, you shut up. I've yeah, been in this oh. industry for a long time. Whether yeah, whether you know... Whether you know... Where I come from, where I've been. No, I don't actually. So, I don't know nothing about you. Yeah. So there you go. You, but you've I got. Just a, you, I just know you're constantly the devil's advocate. But you've got to find someone has to do that. Right. But, so but, you got a fair, but, and, you got a fair opinion, right? Yes, but you don't yes. know. 
So I'm here supporting every truck driver in this country, not only a truck driver, but every road user. And I'm trying to do the utmost for everybody to get such a positive change in this industry. I've seen people that work so hard to get somewhere. I've seen people who put their name, their badge, their honour, they sit there in parliament and I've done the same thing and I support all these people. Yeah. And yet you want to come on here and have a crack at me. I'll tell I you what, mate, you. I, no, I no, do, I should not give you, you any space in any kind of media whatsoever because all you are is negative towards no, what we do. And when hey, come to me now with one simple yeah. thing. You give me a positive spin on your side of the industry. What do you do now to come on board and give a positive thing, a positive comment in this industry. You've got nothing. All you want to do is put shit on people, put shit on me, put shit on everybody that has a crack now at making a better industry. You are the problem. And if you cannot accept that, no, you shut up. If you cannot accept that, right? you got to take it on the chin. Well, you take it on the chin and take oh, this. Anytime. Why don't you speak anytime. positively about the industry and That's try to make a better change instead of putting shit on everyone? That's all you ever do. What, what, what do you think I just did when I said about leaving the A trailers in the yard? Don't you think that's a positive for the industry? Not at all. Don't you think – you don't think so? Not at all. It's not making and, any and, difference. And, and, and again, you're, you're defending the indefensible. What is wrong with saying to you, Craig – I'm not saying it behind your back. I'm not saying it in in, a, in, a, you know, in another forum. I'm saying it to your face as best I can. You know, you, you are the devil's advocate, which is a good thing. I've, I actually, as I said, announced the fact that you are the devil's advocate of the three, three of you. Well, that, that's a fact. That's not, that's not putting shit on you. Secondly, to say that, that you you defend the indefensible by saying that there's, you, you believe in you, – you, Craig, believes that more drivers are getting paid um, accordingly – and, and get paid what they're worth and what, and what they should be, since they should be, is incorrect. Is it? 90, 90, when did you when did you last write a check out for a driver? I, I, I didn't have to write a check out. No, that sorry, that's, that's not answering the question. When I, I answered, I answered the question. I, I received that check. It doesn't matter what side of the envelope you're on. It don't, you, you can't get away with saying that if I don't write the check, that my opinion is not valid. I'm the one that received the check. I'm the one that's driven interstate for 47 years of my life, and I've never been paid, bar in about four jobs in, in 47 years, I've been paid correctly every cent that I was due. Why and did the you, reason I don't... Why did you give up the job that you were getting paid correctly? What's that? Why did you give up the job that you were getting paid correctly? Well, because when, when I was young and dumb and the other, the rest of the sentence, um, I, I actually thought the grass was always greener. You know, sometimes I went to a, to a better job with a, a, a job with, with a flasher truck, a parking truck. It didn't, a didn't truck, work, a did it? suited me. You know, hey, I, I went back to... I've been so, so own it. You, 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 made a, you made the wrong yeah, decision. He, he just did. He just did own it, Craig. Yeah, I, just I, I, I'm just saying. I, you know, I left jobs for, for good and bad reasons. You know, I, I left a, most of the jobs I worked because I wasn't getting paid properly. If I'm only getting two cents extra to drive a, a triple... A, a B triple over a B double. I'm going to get two cents extra to tow a, 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 a road train from Adelaide to Brisbane. 
So when I get to Brisbane, I've earned another $44. But I've had, only had to drive at 90 kilometres now all the way. So I've lost four and a half hours in drive time. Take me four and a half hours longer to get there. And all I get was an extra $10 an hour for that, for that extra hour, you know, $10 an hour for mm-hmm. that four and a half hours. Well, I'm going to pull the pin on that job. Yeah, so what you're saying I, is... I, 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 vote with, I vote with my feet because I do not defend the indefensible. You might get your nose out of joint and not want to hear what I say. You want to say what, what you've spoken up in, in your little monologue before, saying, what have I done for the industry? All I do is, is quote the negatives. Well, you know, if there's something to praise, I praise it. I wrote a column for 13 years of my life, and it was the largest read industry um, column in, in, the, in the industry. So that, that's that's my credentials. I've been I've been summoned to Canberra by the government to, to put it put in to, to be at these the table and, and put my two cents worth in. But they don't like what what I say. The same as you don't like what I say because you, I, I say to these people, you don't have to like what I what I say. You only have to accept what I say as fact. You don't, you might not like the tone of my voice, my attitude or aptitude. You might not like the the, the way that I won't put lipstick on a pig. But it doesn't change the fact that what I'm saying is fact and data. I know that, that there's drivers out in the highway tonight that are going to get killed because because drivers are, aren't, haven't got the facilities to sleep and to, to manage their fatigue by, by a better thing. You know, all, all this procrastination and, 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 you know, all this fluff that I hear, I'm not into, into that. I'd see your head and kick it. I'm, I'm old school, Craig. Very yeah. much old school. What, why, are you trying to, why are you trying to argue this point with me? I, 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 I wasn't arguing you. I gave you some praise. I praised you and gave you a label saying you're the devil's advocate. That's fantastic. Without without a devil's advocate, you cannot have a balanced discussion. And the fact that I said you are defending indefensible, well, that that's a fact. When you say you believe that there's more, yeah, you know, just as many drivers get paid top dollar and getting paid by there, that that's a fallacy. It's not true. And and and, and my my thing, even if it was 80, 80 20, it, it, it's not good. 80% of drivers not getting paid the right money, 20% are. That's not good enough. 60-40 is not good enough. 50-50 is not good enough. 80% of drivers getting the right money, to me, is not good enough until 100% of drivers are getting the right money. And the only way we... That's why I rang you before and you ignored my call when, when Glenn was talking. I get it. You know, you're busy, whatever. No, hang on, you, hang on. Get, get I, didn't, on, on. I didn't ignore your call. It okay. comes in as a private number, so I don't know who you are. Oh, okay, yeah, no, I'll, I'll get it. Right, eh? So, so maybe, maybe ring in with, yeah, okay. a, with your I'll, identity I'll, 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 and I'll, I'll take your call. Okay, okay, yeah, no, I, did, I forgot that I took my call off. Because there's an old mate in, in WA that, that sent me a message on Facebook last night. He wanted me to ring in today. And I rang in today, and that's why I had my number sent off, because I don't need people to my number and abusing the crap out of me when, when it's, it just, it's just fluff and bullshit, you know? But he, 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 wants, to, he wants to chew my ear. He's like one of the... He's like, you know, when I'm in Melbourne, you know, you know where the blokes have to stand to, to get a go, have a go at a crack at me. You know where they've got to stand? Somewhere around Rock Lee, because that's where the line starts at Rock Lee. There's people all over this country who want to have a go at the interstate because they don't, they don't, like, they don't like what I say. Jeez. Like I say, Craig, you don't have to like what I say. You just have to accept that what I'm saying is fact. And you know, I'll tell you another uncanny thing about this, Craig. I don't have any any skin in the game. I've got nothing to to win or lose by what I say and do, because mm. you know I, I I I look after me and and look all these owner drivers and folks saying oh you know you know the union won't tell me how much I charge I I tell my customers how much I, I charge yeah yeah tell that to, tell that to your bank manager 
Yeah, at the end of the day, we're real. The, re the reason I can't get paid more money to drive a road train anyway, is because anyway. all these other folks are driving road trains for, for really shit money. Ding, 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 ding. That's the end of that's the end of the round. Right. Uh, we've got we've got five minutes to go till the end of the show, Interstater. Thanks for your call, mate. Yeah, yeah. Um, Can I just, take just got to say points taking, right? but is it one really short thing, mate, or is it a whatever you want to say? No, I just want to. Well, falling short of apologising to you, I just don't want any ill will between you and I. Well, if we're going to get if, if I'll I'll give an expression, mate, and and I. I stand by this. I will dance with the devils. The devil's going to get the end result I'm looking for. I, I, you know, you don't have to like me, and I don't have to like you. But we're walking down the same road holding hands, whether you like it or not. We might be on different sides of the fence in your theory, but but in, to me, mate, we're joined at the hip. You know, I don't I don't care what how how we get to the end result we're looking for, because I I, I my the whole reason I wrote that column for those years was, if but if it saves one life. That's what I, that's my angle. I don't give a stuff about anything, but if I can save one more life because of what I say and do, and I, and I'm the I'm I'm the, I'm the antagonist. I'm the bloke that gets folks talking because yep. if people aren't talking, nothing's going to get achieved. So mm. if you want to know why I'm such a negative, I'm such a you know I poke the bear, I fire up, and I get people fired up because people when they fire up, they they get off their ass and do something. That's my role in this world. You don't have to like that, but that's plain and simple, buddy. It's not a fact to that. I like it. Work, and and, work, and work, I, say, work, Frank, work. I do admire you. I do admire you. Well, I'll, give you, I'll give you one thing that. here, mate. Yeah. You can easily find out where I live. Mm. It's not hidden. I, I don't that's know. Possible. I don't know who you are, where you are, or where you live. But that, you can find that, it right. If you want to come and sit in and have a cup of coffee with me, you come okay. and do it. But don't expect me yeah. to chase it down. Yeah. Right. Right. Simple as that. I don't know if that's a threat. But I, I, so I it's not. A, it's, it's actually, it's not Jesus. a threat. It's not a okay, threat. That's right. That's I would have right. called I'm it a ple pleasant invitation, mate. Believe, oh, believe, take, believe me, mate. Down. If he was threatening you, you'd know. Right, that's it. <laughs> Thanks for calling in, Interstate. Have a good week, <laughs> mate. We'll catch up with I you. I think I think Mike's cutting you off. I am. Thanks, mate. We've got to cut the show off. There you go. Well, there you go, Mike. You answer some. Mate, I, uh, I agree with both of you in a lot of ways and sometimes <laughs> I disagree with both of you. Um, you know, I could have said coconut there a couple of times. Oh. Look, anyway, I, I, don't, I don't disagree. I just, you know, there's plenty of people doing some good stuff and I'm, yep. I'm just over the negative. Well, um, to be fair, yeah. uh, I have read a lot of what old mate's written. And uh, for a lot of years, and it's, it is a fact that you know, you used to sit in a roadhouse and people we used to turn to the back page of owner driver to see what the interstate had written. But I always used to wonder how it was that this bloke knew so much about what was going on mm. and how so very often he was correct. Yeah, and and I've sat there and read the same columns in roadhouses. Yep, so, so you know, uh, like he says, we are. Whether we approach things in a different way, as he said, he's a head kicker. He always, he's always been a head kicker. Um, and you've never, I don't think you've ever been a head kicker. Oh, well, as I said, <laughs> you you know, people want to come on the show and they don't know who you are. Yeah. Um, you know, 
I've yeah, had well. a history and I, I, I'm i here to help the industry. So yep. if we're going to do that, so am I. I don't find that that negative side a, a good thing. So Different. we've been Just working hard pitch. in the background. As I said, if, if someone wants to have a cup, cup of coffee with me and and have a chat about it, that's all right. I, I've got no issue with that, none, none right whatsoever. Right. But I don't well, chase it. it down. So Wednesday night live, bit of fire at the end. It's been good, eh? It's been very, very good. Yeah. And uh, we'll be looking forward to Saturday night live. But yeah. it very much looks like I'll be actually on the road again. Oh, you're so, kidding me. No, I'm having a go now, buddy. I'm back into it. Yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Mick the, Mick the B-double driver. That's right. Woo-hoo. And I'm getting paid a damn sight more than two cents a K too, let me tell you. Yeah, well, if they uh, right. maybe they should hook a few more trailers on you then, eh? Maybe they should. <laughs> I'm not qualified to take more than four. Oh, well, you can only do two up the fucking freeway, mate. <laughs> yes. That's, a, that's one for the swipe jar. I know. What? It's after nine o'clock. Finally. There you go. Right. Thanks very much for listening. All right. As I say, if you can't be good, be be spectacular. spectacular.